0: Bruce Johnson, CEO and founder of BizScalers and the BizScalers Club, and today I wanna talk to you about the one thing you should always do before you plan anything. The one thing you should always do before you plan anything. Now, right now, you should probably be in the process of working on your strategic plan, but this principle holds true regardless of what you're planning, doesn't matter if it's personal and you're trying to figure out how to lose some weight or how you wanna improve a relationship, or in this case here, you're working on your strategic plan, where you're working on a marketing campaign, et cetera, the same principle holds across the board. It works all the time in everything. And it is the one thing that most people don't do, but if they did, would radically change everything for them. In fact, if they would just do this one thing, it would allow them to experience more success and great increase the probability of them being able to successfully achieve their goals and get the results that they actually want. It's just one thing. And yet, you know I've done this with lots of companies over the years and almost no one does this until I ask them to do that. So I wanna encourage you now to learn from that and make sure you do this one thing. And what is that one thing? Well, you remember the definition of insanity. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and hoping for a different result. So what do most people do year after year when they're creating their plans? They get ready to create a plan, they start creating the plan, they get excited about the next year, but they forget this one thing. And what is that one thing? That one thing is to go back and review why the plan that they set last year didn't work out, or if it's with your, you know, working on weight loss, or it's a relationship, or anything else that you're working on. What in the past held you back? What in the past kept you stuck? What in the past made sure that you didn't actually successfully achieve your goal in the past? When 85% of all businesses are plateaued or in decline, you know that for the vast majority of people, their plans aren't working. So why is your plan not working? What last year or the year before or the year before that held you back from actually achieving your goal? And if you can fix that one thing or those two things or those five things before you actually start executing this year's plan, the probability of increasing the chance of you being able to have a successful year grows dramatically. It all begins with your willingness to go back and figure out what in the past has held me back. What do we need to change as a team? And if we change that thing, then this year's plan has a much greater chance of success. And that's what we wanna talk about today. What is the one thing or what are the two things or the three things that in the past have held you back? If you fix those, this year's plan will probably succeed. So let's talk about some of those items. And again, we're talking here about strategic planning, but you can use this for anything. When I work with a lot of businesses on their strategic plans, what I typically find is that they have never created accountabilities or they don't hold people accountable to those accountabilities. So they create a plan, but yet, you know, no name is associated with it. There's no metric that they're actually responsible for. It was just an idea on a plan. Wouldn't it be great if this happened? Uh, And then that group of people hasn't actually created plans to make sure that that strategic plan happens. And as the course of the year goes on, they never hold people accountable to the results that they're supposed to be achieving. If you don't create accountabilities and you don't hold people accountable, the probability of that plan occurring and succeeding is very, very low. In fact, probably will never happen, which is why most companies kind of pick up last year's plan and say, hey, let's kind of do this just a little bit better. And hopefully this year it'll work out because it didn't work out last year. So that would be probably the number one thing that I see on plans all over the place, they don't create accountabilities and they don't hold people accountable to those accountabilities. The second uh, one that frequently happens is they don't have a review rhythm in place. And again, these may or may not be true of you. Just, I'm just trying to get you to think about the things in the past that might have been holding you back. But one of them is not creating a review rhythm. So I go in and I'll say, you know, where's your strategic plan? And you know, they're trying to find it. It shouldn't be hard to find because you actually as the leader should be looking at it every week. And uh, that should be part of your rhythm. As you're planning out your week, you should be looking at the strategic plan for the year. Are we, in fact, accomplishing this or not? And if not, what do we need to adjust? Um, You should, at least once a month, be pulling the plan out with your team and being able to evaluate where are you and what do you need to adjust as you're going through. So you need to create a review rhythm and not just look at it – you know, when you're getting ready to set the next plan. So that's a classic problem. Might be true for you, may not be true for you. But just think about, you know, what's the rhythm that we need to establish this coming year to make sure that we don't just look at it in, you know, October, November of one year and then look at it the next October, or November. Then a third item would be uh, very few businesses do competitive analysis work. So what tends to happen is they come up with a plan. Hey, this would be a great idea, but they're unaware of what everyone else in the market is doing. And when they bring that thing out, what they find is that, you know, hey, XYZ company already has done that and they're six months ahead of us. One of the key things that you want to do in your strategic planning is you always want to be focused in on how do we differentiate who we are and what we are doing so that you know, people in our target market are going to say, hey, you're the one we want to work with because you're different than everybody else. But you can't figure out differentiation if you're not even aware of what your competitors are doing. So frequently, plans don't succeed because people are introducing things thinking they're new and novel, and they're actually not. Um, Or others have leapfrogged in front of them, and they're way behind. So many mistakes are made because there's no little uh, competitive analysis work that is done. So that might be true for you, may not be. Another one that we find frequently is a little uh, adaptability to the plan. In other words, they created the plan last year and then they're, you know, going to execute that plan regardless of what's happening in the world. That makes zero sense. Remember, Darwin's theory wasn't that the fastest or the biggest or the smartest wins, it's the one who's most adaptable. So you come up with a plan, but you need to build adaptability in the plan. So as you're going through and doing your monthly reviews, you're saying, "Hey, this is the feedback we're getting from the market. How do we need to adjust" our current plan, so that we can actually hit you know, the target. So if you want to grow by 30%, that's awesome, but you're going to have to adjust because what you came up with you know, in October, November, the year before, is probably not what's going to work in June or July or November of the next year. So you have to keep adjusting the plan. So if you don't build adaptability into your plan, the probability of you succeeding is very, very small. And the last one that I'll just bring to your attention down, hopefully your brain is starting to get kicked into this idea that you got to figure out what didn't work in the past and adjust that before you start creating a new plan, is don't forget to pay attention to the emotional component. In other words, the human element that hinders plans is huge, and a lot of people don't pay attention to that. For example, if you're honest, you might say, you know what, we really doubt that we can really compete against this big company in our market and that doubt causes you to not make other choices throughout the year or if you're afraid of you know some cash flow problem or afraid of what's gonna happen in the the market you may not make the investments that you need to make in order to be able to achieve the plan that you set out to achieve so frequently what happens it's an emotional thing it might be a self esteem or self-worth thing it could be fear It could be any of those kinds of things that that emotionally have kept you from believing that you can actually win until you begin to change that (coughs) <coughs> excuse me, until you change that the probability of success is very small. So one of the things that you want to do is you're evaluating last year or the year before and why you didn't succeed is to pay attention to the emotional stuff because that frequently is behind. It, you still have all the right strategies, you've got the right ideas, you're adaptable, you've got the analysis, but really it was an emotional thing that kept you away from doing what's needed to be able to win in the marketplace. So start thinking about what in the past has hindered you from successfully achieving your plans. Adjust that, and then when you go to plan this year, or when you go to plan for something for your family, or something for your finances, or any other area that you might be planning in, if you can fix the thing that's held you back in the past, you've greatly increased the probability that this year's plan will actually work. It's a thing very few people actually do, but if you start doing it, will change everything for you and your company from this point forward. Always fix the stuff in the past that's hindered you so that when you create the plan for this year, you'll actually win. That is the one thing you should always do before you ever start planning anything. So hopefully uh, you enjoyed this idea. If you did and you think there are some other business owners and entrepreneurs that you know that could benefit from this, make sure you pass it along to them. If you're watching this by YouTube or listening by podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button because my commitment to you week in and week out is to bring you actionable ideas that will help you to grow and scale a great business and to do so faster. So uh, until next week, oh, and by the way, if you want to go deeper on this, don't forget you can check out the Biz Scalers Club at scalingclub.com, scalingclub.com. And uh, we can help you go much deeper on this and a whole lot of other areas to help you be able to grow and scale a great business. So until next week, to your accelerated success. Bruce out.